When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Secure the Insecure, the podcast where I say it's okay to not be okay. I'm Johnny Seifert, and every week I'm joined by one very special guest. Well, welcome to Security and Secure, and a happy new year to you. If you're listening to this in real time, today is Friday, the 1st of January 2021. We have finally left that year that we don't know what we're going to call it behind us and what a year 2020 was and what I thought today we would do is look back at 2020 but then look forward to 2021 because it's really important that we understand where we are at now and look to the future. Looking to the future I need your help. I want you to go on Instagram secure the insecure podcast is where you can find us. Please have a look at there. All the episodes from 2020 are on there now. Little teasers plus inspirational quotes. Please reflect on that. It's really important we reflect on what's happened so that we can work on ourselves to get better for this year. Also, on iTunes, like the podcast, subscribe to it and share it. I really want your help in 2021 to make this year even bigger than Security and Secure has been in the past two years. And we're starting with a bang. There's only one person that I could start 2021 with, and I am so excited to have her on my podcast. I met her mum a couple of years ago. Unfortunately, didn't meet her, but built a very nice friendship with her since. Maybe because she dated Brooklyn Beckham once upon a time, uh, seven years ago. And she's sung with Sir Elton John. And she's been on Celebs Go Dating. And she's now going to be on The Real Housewives of Jersey. I'm so excited. My first guest of 2021 is the beautiful Talila Storm. Hello, Talila. Hello, thank you so much for having me. What a lovely introduction. And I cannot believe we're even saying 2021. How bizarre is this? Well, also, it's the first day. So do we say 2021 or do we say 2021? I never quite know. Oh, my goodness. I've never even thought about it. But 2021 feels a wee bit funner. So let's go with that. (laughs) I love that. I love that. So for those who don't know you, let's go back a little bit. And then we're going to reflect on our year and what we're going to do for this year. So... Where do your where does your story really begin? Because obviously we saw you on Celebs Go Dating a couple of years ago, but where do you mm-hmm. want your story to actually begin, Talila? So I was nineteen when I went on Celebs Go Dating, but my story really begins when I was thirteen and I opened Sir Elton John's concert, which Incredible. Um, 
which still blows my mind. And obviously, it's still my biggest and most grateful experience thus far. And I will forever be in debt to Elton for giving me that opportunity for 13-year-old Talia to open his concert at Falkirk Football Stadium. But since then, you know, I feel like from a very early age, because I was opened up to, I got a glimpse of this world. And I really did, you know, me standing on that stage in front of 20,000 people, so young, made me realise what I could strive for if I worked. And my my heart off and literally put my all into it. So I feel like I've been very driven from a young age because I was opened up to these experiences, and I always knew in my soul. And I really I really mean that in that I always knew that I was exactly where I was meant to be. I always knew that this is what I was fighting for, and that I would you know make it in the entertainment industry and make it in the music industry. And by no means do I feel like I'm finished or have made it. I just feel like I am exactly where I'm meant to be. That the plan is. Um, you know, in 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 focus, and I am on my way, and I'm I'm so grateful for every single thing that's happened. You know, when I was 15, I got a book deal with Scholastic, and um, after I did a TED talk, and that went viral on um, the early early days of YouTube, and um, I feel like I've I've just been so lucky in that all my hard work has has always amounted to something, and has always you know, felt like it's paid off. You know, other people might look at me and think that, you know, I'm not summer fantastic, but I feel like I am I'm on the right path and I'm these the hard work is paying off. So I'm really grateful to be starting twenty twenty one in these lovely shoes. So let's talk about Elton John. How did you know Sir Elton? That's incredible to start your career with him. Most people be going to the end of their career to meet him. How did you get to the beginning of your career with him? So I didn't know Elton John. All, all I knew of Elton was every single CD I owned and my mum and dad blaring it on the school run. So we were on holiday to celebrate my granddad's 80th birthday. And on the last day, he got really ill. So we had to exchange a flight. We had to extend by one day. And our hotel was full. It was over Christmas. And we had to move to a different hotel. And we arrived in the hotel. You know, I've got my younger brothers. I've got my sister. And um, the rumour in the hotel was that Elton John was staying here. And we're like, oh, my goodness, this is this is amazing. I was just like, oh, my goodness, this is Elton John. Who I listen to every day on my way to school. You know, I, I, I want to meet him. I, I, I need to meet him. And, of course, Elton John does not walk down regular corridors and regular lobbies. I'm sure he has some sort of back entrance. And, you know, that doesn't happen. But on our last day when we were just about to, or the following day, rather, about to leave for the airport, we were having breakfast. And David Furnish was sitting two tables away from us. And I was literally ecstatic. I looked to my mum and was like, oh, my goodness, do you think I could go over? there and pass on my demo tape and write him a note my mum was like look if you're prepared for rejection or the big go away in front of the entire you know breakfast room in this hotel then absolutely go for it and I think that's where I've always been very lucky and that my parents have always been very grounded and very realistic and the word is realistic because they're always very no matter where I get and what I get they're always very real and saying you know this isn't this isn't a fantasy this isn't a dream this is real life I took my younger brother who was must have been about four or five at the time absolutely adorable I walked over and I was like I'm so sorry to interrupt is there um, any chance you could pass my CD to Sir Elton and I was a nervous wreck but I'm sure the cuteness of my little brother helped me a lot and um, he was the kindest person I think I'd ever met he was so lovely he was like of course I passed this to Elton no problem where are you from 
We told him we're from Scotland and um, he was just so amazed that, you know, we, we were here and uh, how stars align and he was telling me how he had a relation to Scotland and that was it. We didn't really think anything of it. I went back to my table and that was it. We left for the airport and 24 hours later, cause we had to get a connecting flight to get all the way back to Glasgow. Elton John rings my Sony Ericsson mobile and tells me that he'd listened to my demo tape. He absolutely loved my voice and asked me if I would like to open his concert in Scotland. I mean, Sir Elton John calling your phone, that must have you thinking it's a prank call. Someone is having me on here. That can't be real. You know, it's really funny because everything, the way it happened, it felt like it was so surreal. Like, I was so young. You know, I'm only 13. Just had, you know, such an incredible holiday. I'm on my way back. I'm going through security time. And this is the part which I honestly felt like I was in some sort of Disney Channel film. I was going through security. And then we're all at the second airport now because I have to connect to get back to Glasgow. My young brothers have got their, you know, their trunkies, their Spider-Man suitcases. And I'm, I'm, my phone rings. And I'm literally packing my stuff onto the tray. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is it's an American number, obviously, and I'm like, this is insane. Like, I'm gonna have to. First of all, I have to answer. It's not wrong. My holidays were answered, and I'm like, hello. He's like, hi, this is Tally. It's Elton. And the first time, this is where it gets crazy. I had to say, I'm really sorry, but I can't talk right now because I'm going through security. Because you know, when you're at that point of security where you can't go backwards, you can only go forward, go through this metal machine thing. So I'm like, oh my goodness, and I, 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 I had to hang up. You know, I have to turn the phone off for it to go through the belt. I'm bursting into tears. I'm like, that was, that, was, that, was, that was Elton John trying to phone my phone. And I'll never forget it because I genuinely thought that was it. I was like, Elton John's trying to phone me. Maybe he's just saying, you know, well done, I've got the CD and that was it. So we get to the security, I turn the phone back on. And I'm, 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 literally, I'm, I'm literally bursting in tears at this point because I'm like, I've, I've, I've missed my chance that might have changed my life. This is what I'm thinking as a young person. You know, I, I lived on Disney Channel. I'm like, oh my goodness, that was my moment. It's gone. So we turn the phone back on and we're literally waiting to, to get another call back because, you know, you can't call these numbers. I'm like, oh my goodness. And eventually he calls back again. Like, um, it was probably nothing more than about five minutes later, but it felt like half an hour. And um, uh, he phoned back and I explained to him I was going to do security. And he said, no, I just wanted to say I loved your voice. Um you know, I think he'd gone onto my website. He said he loved it. And at the time, it was all pink and flamingos and, you know, young Talia Storm. And he asked me to open his concert. So the entire the entire situation, when I look back at it, it still blows my mind because, you know, fate is one thing. But, you know, the fact that I was going through, you know, the airport at this time, and, he's, and he phoned me back. You know, he could have just left it there. He could have thought, oh, you know, she's busy that's just you know that's it I gave her a chance but he still followed through which I think is just it blows my mind and I, I still feel so eternally grateful because I definitely wouldn't be you know where I am right now but this is where I really believe in you know the universe always has that plan and you've always just got to trust it no matter what the days feel like you know well it really shows that everything happens for a reason and that's the thing he you missed that call he gives you that call back everything happens for a reason there was a moment in the universe that said you two have to work together if it doesn't work now we've got to do this we've got to do this in the now and Mm -hmm. without him your whole career would not be where it is today you wouldn't be as successful you are without him Yeah, and that's it. I would still be this, you know, this girl from a very random village outside Glasgow. You know, I, I um, we we had one pub in our village, and that was it. And we had a park, and that that was my life. And now, when I think to to even even where we are in this mad year, you know, I'm still able to work in London and go on these TV shows, and you know, create this music and and share it to to my now fan base. And it honestly just 
it blows my mind, but it also reminds me every day I wake up, I'm going, you have to work harder, you have to push even more. And I think um, there's so many, there's so many, they always say there's so many people that get really, they get lucky, but there's only a few people that are able to carry the luck on. And I feel like this is why I'm constantly pushing myself because there's a big difference between luck and being prepared. And I always feel like I have to be prepared, have to be ready, have to be putting in that 110% so that whatever happens in my life, it's meant to happen. Because, you know, if, if I do take a step back and let's say I just, I, if I got lazy, you know, let's just, let's be honest, if I feel like if, I took a step back and I got lazy, then then my fate would look very different. So I think, you know, if you put in that effort, the universe sorts the rest out. And that's what I'm a big believer in. So I'm always telling myself, push harder, work harder, you know, reach out to people that you've not reached out to and just keep that positivity going. If you fail to prepare, you prepare to fail. And I really believe in that. And as you said, you've got to prepare. And it's not just preparing for the here and now. It's preparing for five, ten years down the line. Well, you don't know, but... It's all about the image and the way you come across. And for someone like you who's been in the industry for 10 years now, but since being an mm-hmm. early teenager where the spotlight is on you, you know, you had an 18-month relationship with Brooklyn Beckham, everyone is going to be wanting a part of that. Everyone is going to be jumping on you. And what you did then could affect you now. And if you, whatever you did on Slabs Go Dating, if you were really outrageous, even though that was three years ago, that could still affect you five, down, five years down the line. You know, it's funny you say that because it is actually 10 years because I did my first concert when I was 12. I turned on the Capital FM Christmas lights in Scotland and um, I'm 20, just turned 22, so that's officially 10 years. And that blows my mind. But I feel very lucky in that I'm still looked on as an emerging artist, as a young musician. And that excites me so much because I feel like that 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 early start and that you know that push that I had that fire inside my soul really got me to where I am you know I feel like even the music I'm writing the the you know the people that are following me on Instagram you know the the, the eyes that are looking on to me I'm like this is my moment I am ready and I'm so grateful that I've had all of this time to have my moments where you know it's not gone my way you know that that's not pretend this has been some sort of fairy tale of 10 years this has been you know there's been with every a million incredible things there's been a million no's and there's been a million you know you're, you're not it and you've got to push yourself especially as a female in this industry so every day I just wake up this fire inside me and I, I actually was thinking this the other day am I so lucky that I still got this fire inside my soul because I would be devastated if I didn't you know I still race to get up in my bed in the morning and just keep going and keep chasing the stream and I'm like you know that, that some people don't have that so I'm, I'm so grateful that I feel like I've got that excitement in me that makes me want to chase a dream and, and, and push myself. And even when the, the days get dark and, and not great, you know, you've still got that fight in you to keep going. I love that you say it's a dream because same as me working in radio, it's a dream. Yes, I'm working radio. Yes, you are singing. Yes, you are a reality star and influencer. You've got 450,000 Instagram followers it's still a dream you know it's still that we want more and I know that it gets to the point where there's only so much you can have and you're always chasing it so you know you can never have too much money you can never have too much power you can never have too much status but it has to stay as a dream because at the end of the day it needs to be a hobby for you because even if you weren't getting paid for it you still have to have that burning love for it I love listening to the radio I love talking on the radio I might not get paid always for talking on the radio but I'll still be doing it because it is so important to me to just keep going it's funny you say that because it's so important. I think because I started so young and because I was almost in that 
older, because I, I feel like I am Gen Z. I'm still 22. I'm that Gen Z. I am that millennial. But I feel that because I got a, a, a touch of the earlier life, how things used to be, I feel like I, I'm still very old because I had my mum and dad, you know, you know, reminding me and making putting those hours. I'm, you know, it was probably only up until even last year. I was still doing all my gigs and uh, for for the experience and for the work. And I think there's so much more you've got to put in the time. And I think that's one message that I always say to like even like my friend circle. I think Instagram makes us believe that there is this that the grass is always greener and we're meant to be doing something else. But I'm a big believer in you've got to do your time. You've got to put in the hours. And you've got to give, you've got to give back to people before the universe gives to you. So I'm a big believer in, you know, we've got to pay our dues. And I think I'm, I'm very lucky that I've even got had to experience that early on, so that I realised the value of that. You know, um, we, we, we absolutely should not be, be be handed the world overnight, and we do have to hustle for it. We do have to intern. We do have to, you know, apprentice. And I did all these things, and I think that just makes us stronger. Now, before we obviously get on to the past year and obviously what happened with the pandemic i want to talk a bit about celebsco dating so mm-hmm. how was that experience for you because again you've gone from these being on stage where you've got billions of people watching you then you're going on to x factor then you go to a show like celebsco dating where there's no audience and you can't switch it on because to an extent as a singer you're going to hide behind your voice but this time is where we're really getting to see your real personality a couple of years ago and it's more raw, and it's where you're going into that agency mm-hmm. looking for love. How did you find your experience on Slabsco dating? So, for, firstly, I'd like to correct that little um, X Factor fact. I think this is actually something that I do laugh at because X Factor, the band, was actually one of the producers asked me to go on that, who was a friend and I had known many years. And he asked me to go on as a favour, and it was a job. And not for a minute did I think that I would end up in a band, but this all falls into my plan of you have to pay your dues, you have to do your time and you have to show the world that you are hustling. So I think, you know, who am I to ever turn down something like that just to prove my love for singing and my love for entertaining? And I am an entertainer. So for me to come to that stage and Leona Lewis and Ella Eyre to tell me that I am a solo act and I have no business being in a band because I am Talia Storm was the biggest compliment I think I could ever have after Elton John. You know, those are the biggest female stars in the game to tell me that. So so I, I have noticed recently there's been a lot of oh, Talia Storm from X Factor. I'm not Talia Storm from X Factor. I'm Talia Storm with two book deals. He's been on Celebs Go Dating, Open Threat on John and done a TED Talk. Do you know what I mean? Well, the TED Talk is the most biggest thing out of all of them, actually. Yeah. It's exactly. where you're inspiring, and especially because of the way you did the TED Talk and, and the way yeah. you, it was such a beautiful talk you gave. And it was very much like, this is me and I'm talking to you and I want you to learn from my experiences so you don't have to go through what I went through. Yeah, and I think that's it. You know, I, my mum has always taught me very early on, if you give, you get, and you've got to give back, you've got to pay it forward. And the other day, um, Charlie D'Amelio, who's the biggest TikTok star's mum, a woman called Heidi D'Amelio, she actually shared my songs in summer. We'd been messaging back and forward on um, Instagram. And then I sent her my new song. She said she loved it. We're messaging back and forward. And next thing you know, she posts to her 7 million followers on TikTok a video using my new song, Kind of Savage, Kind of Sweet. And this is what I mean by somebody that had had been watching me, had seen, seen my house, seen my work, and thought, you know what, actually, I'm going to pay it forward. She didn't have to share my song. You know, she's she's the, the, the biggest the biggest mum on TikTok. Her daughter is probably the biggest um, 
social media star in the world. She's got, you know, 40 million followers within one year. You know, Charlie D'Amelio is going to be the biggest thing ever. And there she is supporting a, a girl from Scotland now living in the, you know, London, the UK. She doesn't have to do that. But this is what I'm, what I'm my mum has always taught me that there's such a big thing. And if you're paying it forward, even at someone at that height, still paying it forward to small artists like me, that is the power of the universe. And they deserve everything they've got because they've probably been paying it forward for years. And this is why the universe felt like they were ready. And I think it's just, it's all relative. And, and going back to celebrity dating, it was one of the best experiences of my life. I had, like you said, it was it was a transition phase for me because, you know, I was, you know, pop girl, published by Scholastic, TED Talk, you know, Elton John, I was all these things. But by this point, I'm, I'm 18 going on 19-year-old Talia. And I feel like I have grown up under the spotlight, but people don't really know me. So I was like, this is the, the, the most dream scenario. I've grown up every single night watching E4. And for now being asked to go on one of their biggest shows, which is celebrity dating, obviously, I, I was I, I was still dreaming, and I was uh, every day I was filming every day. You know, uh, I I had the experience of being in front of these cameras for the first time. I felt so blessed. I loved every minute of it. I honestly could not even make up one bad word about it because it was so much fun, and I, I still pinch myself about being on that show because I feel like that started my next chapter of Hey Talia Talia TV Talia. Talia goes on, you know, Hey Tracy and, you know, even the karaoke show and then um, the all-star driving school. Yes, even X Factor. I love television and I love to entertain. So it was definitely the start of the next era. You're on a really good series of Gemma Collins. I absolutely loved it. But that was obviously three years ago. So what have you taken away that you've still kept that knowledge of that you learned in the agency? Oh my goodness, probably. So obviously I went on there and I, I, I ended up solo, never had a date. But I learned more from my fellow celebs on the show, you know, your Ollie Locke, your, you know, Gemma, you know, even your Jade Jones. You know, we've got an Olympic medalist here. I think there was something really special about that series that every person I loved, every person had worked their soul off to get there. Every person was putting in the time. And I think that's why I, I, I look back at the photos from that, like almost once a week, just because the memories are so special to me. And I feel like also the series was still quite new then. You know, they were only doing one a year. Everything about it felt so grand and exciting. And it, also, I feel like I got to meet the real Gemma Collins, the one that, you know, is is, is, is an entrepreneur, the one that's a powerhouse, the one that is, you know, a, a role model for all females. And seeing that was like, OK, I need to step up my game. This is I felt like I was exactly where I needed to be. And I was also ready to be to, to learn from the, the, the stars above me. And they were the stars. You know, I was 19. I was the youngest on the show. I think I was the youngest ever on the show. So even at that, I was like, wow, I am here. This, if you told me when, you know, I went to a, a school outside Sterling, Balfour High School, you know, if you told me then I would be on E4 dating, I wouldn't have even believed you. So I think just keeping up with excitement inspiring you is probably one of the best lessons I could have ever learned. I absolutely love that. Absolutely love that. So moving the conversation on to last year, 2020, the weirdest year of the world. I found myself loving myself. I'd moved out and I had my flat and then I found myself a bit lonely. And then I thought, I'm going to embrace it. And I found myself changing a couple of things, reading Jay Shetty's Think Like a Monk book, which I think is incredible. Mm -hmm. And just really finding that idea of gratitude and self-love. How was 2020 for you? Firstly, 
in physical form in actually what you experienced and then secondly what you learned about yourself in that year so again i honestly every time i go to bed i i say my prayers and i really just believe in state because without state what do we have and one of the things I learned last year, 2020, was, you know, at the start of the year, I was on the Brit Awards. I went to the Brit Awards, Brit Awards red carpet. Then the last event I did was the um, Princess Trust at um, the London Palladium. And that was it. And then all of a sudden, you know, our world's changed overnight. You know, I, I came back to Jersey. I'm back in with my family for the first time since I was probably 16 because I was always working, you know, hustling way down in London. And I feel like at first it was almost this, like, oh my goodness, what now? But like you said, I feel like we'd all in our heads, probably, I don't want to say dreams because it was a, a very hard year and for so many people and it was a, it was a, it was chaotic and that, that will never, that we can never, ever, ever get over that. But what we can do is find that, that almost peace and that love that we had and it goes back to what you said, you know, I really got to find out what does Natalia Hartman from you know Scotland, what does she love? What does she want? And it, and if anything, more than ever, it just reminded me how much I love music. How every single day for the first you know six weeks of quarantine, I went and sat in front of my piano for four hours, and um, I got better at my piano, learning new chords, you know, and learning my d- d- diminished chords, and really getting into what I felt like I needed to expand as an artist because you can always improve. And I felt like I found that love for music. You know, I, I got back into reading books. You know, I, I used to read like four books a week when I was at school because I was one of those kids. I loved locking myself in my room. And I think it was really important for everyone, like you say, finding that, that fire inside us, finding that self-love. I'm not talking about the superficial fire, the Instagram fire, the when we close the door, what do we love? Because, you know, I think 2019, if anything, I had a really hard year. I was writing really sad songs. You know, um, I, I was writing songs like Drowning. I think because, especially in this game, it's definitely a roller coaster of emotions. You're so high. You know, you're, you're, everybody wants to talk to you. You're on Celebs Good Day and you're, you know, you're with Gemma Collins every second day. Everyone is, you know, fighting for your picture. And then all of a sudden, you know, the, you've moved on to your next thing and you're, you're no longer on TV. And I think this is something, no matter who you speak to in this industry, they have this roller coaster of feelings. And I think the most important thing that quarantine taught us, everyone, was, you know, feelings are okay. You're allowed to feel these things. You're allowed to be sad. You're allowed to be like, hang on a minute, wow, wasn't my life amazing then? But that is the whole point of life. It's a journey. And I think I really got to discover, you know, myself, um, just learning to just be in, in a chaotic household with my crazy, amazing, fabulous family. Learning to go at a much slower pace. And I think it was, it, was, it was lovely for that. And for everyone and all my friends, just being able to be young and have this time to reflect, you know, amongst the madness. Have you got any regrets from the last year that you'd like to fix this year? I have no regrets. I'm a big believer in you're not allowed to regret anything because in that moment, it's exactly what you wanted. And it's you know, an experience I, I, as well that you've got to make your mistakes yeah. to learn from them. And and, uh, and by any means, my new thing for this year is, um, obviously, because we were very uh, locked in and there was no socialising whatsoever apart from your family, I think this year is all about just finding the man of my dreams and I really just want to 
Um, just honestly, one, I really just want a boyfriend. And I think I, in lockdown, there were so many guys in my DMs, but it's like, now I just want to find something real and live that fantasy because I'm 22, now is the time to just, I want my heart broken, you know, and that's definitely what what I want this year to be about, to be loved, you know, not the superficial things. I want to fall in love. I want to feel like I, I'm in a little wonderland of roses and, you know, Series like I want that. I feel like I've watched way too much Netflix over quarantine. That I believe this exists. I want to be Emily in Paris. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Well, who? Do, which girl doesn't want to be Emily in Paris? And which boy doesn't want to be with Emily in Paris? So go on, Talia. <laughs> tell me what you're looking for in a guy. Let's use this podcast to sell, basically, sell yourself. Oh my goodness. So first of all, I just I love I love I love I love a guy who knows what he wants. You know, I feel like I love getting deep. I love, you know, having big conversations. I love also getting people to know the soft side of Talia who loves curling up on a ball and just eating way too many grapes. Like, I love that. Oh, my God, I me. love grapes. Purple or green? I love grapes. Uh, green. Green. Oh, green. I'm a purple boy. I'll take the purple. We'll get the mixed box. You get the green. Exactly. I take the purple. Seedless. Yeah. Marks and Spencer's. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Marks and Spencer's. See the candy floss green ones. Oh, well, my there we go. Wow. There we go. Um, but I, I, I just want, I want someone to just, I want someone to fall in love with me and who I am. And I think that's all a girl can ever really want, isn't it? Just a guy to just be in love with her, but also someone that keeps him in my toes. I think the guy that will really sweep me off my feet will just be the one that knows he is fabulous and 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 i love i love deeper meaning but i also love something that excites me but also that's my new year's resolution i'm not allowed to be picky because i am way too picky and and 2021 the year of living and experiencing and just just being young wild and free and you know taylor swift never wrote a good song on nothing but you know heartbreak so taylor is telling me to just get my heart broken and i love taylor swift so you know, I feel like Taylor Swift has decided my New Year's resolution for me. I need to get my heart broken. <laughs> and I think it's the, you know, 22 is the age for all my fellow 22-year-olds listening. Now is the time. We need to go out and live, baby. <laughs> well, as Taylor Swift said, I'm feeling 22. So there we go. All the oh, stars are lining up together. So, I mean, there's a there's a thing. Obviously, you've been on Subscribe Dating. You've dated Brooklyn Beckham. You're in the public eye. How is the average Joe on the street going to be able to live up to those expectations? Because one would think when you've met David and Victoria Beckham and then I introduce you to my parents and they're like, they're not on the same level whatsoever. How are you going to make sure you tune yourself to go, look, it's okay. They may not be the Beckhams and, you know, the biggest power couple in the UK arguably. It's okay to date a normal average Joe on the street. Oh, la, la. Well, I mean, first of all, I think um, if, if we're really going to talk about power couples, I feel like I always look at my mum and dad because my mum and dad are polar opposites, but yet could not be more perfect for each other. And I think opposites really do attract, and it's such a cliche. But, you know, my dad is from Switzerland. You know, he lived his whole life there, you know, studied in Zurich, and they met in a nightclub in um, St. Moritz. And my mum is from the smallest little village outside Glasgow. So, you know, I, I really am such a big believer in these. Everything is meant to be. And I feel like my guy is out there. And the stars will just align. And I feel like he's just going to know how to sort me out. Because I love chatting. And I feel like I just need someone to be like, Talia, can you just be quiet? And just, you know, sit back, relax and enjoy. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, that's the way to be. And obviously, 2021 um, is your year because, Miss Storm, you're making a storm. You are in the new Real Housewives of Jersey. So we all know the Real Housewives of Cheshire, which we've been watching for the past 10 years. You are now joining it with your mum, Tessa Homan, who I absolutely love. Please do send her my love. I spoke to her the other day, actually. Um, I will. So, go on. You are going to be, well, another new wave of reality stars for this year. Tell me all about it. What do I need to know? Yes. Oh, my goodness. I recommend everybody to get out, get into it. And I feel like it's, it's a world of its own. It is so different from the British version of Housewives. I feel like it's very got this American edge to it. Um, you know, my favourite one is the, the new Salt Lake City or even Atlanta. I feel like we've got the beautiful blue beaches. You know, we have the skies, we have the ocean. And it's got this definite, fun, exciting feel to it. And all the housewives are brilliant. You know, they've all got a tale to tell. And I think there's a lovely feel that every woman knows what they want, whether it's, you know, even my mum, you know, juggling a business, running the Jersey Style Awards because of the Oscars of the Channel Islands. And, um, you know, she's 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 still managing to fit everything in her day. And that's probably where I get all my inspiration from, the fact that my mum is working at, you know, 3 a.m. in the morning, sending out emails because her days are so busy. And I think this is why this series feels so exciting, because every woman is so different, but yet so relatable, you know. Um, and they're, they're brilliant women, and there's um, lots of drama and lots of fun and my family are also in it and I feel like that's also why it's quite fun because you know we've got a family in there in the mix and you know we see the chaos of us we see the chaos of all the women but yet we can all reflect on our, the same moral values and the same love for the love for life and a little lime maturity. and final question for you have you learned anything different about your family now that the cameras are on now things are being switched up a bit and now there's obviously storylines in place have you noticed anything different about your family that you've never noticed in the past 22 years Wow, I think my brothers have grown up quickly. Um, I think you do see a different side to them. At first, my little brother Zach was super shy. He was only thirteen, and you know, you really, we did start to think like, oh my goodness, but Zach is the the musical genius of the family. So you know, he drums, he 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 plays the saxophone, you know, he plays the uh, marimba phone, he plays the percussion. He's he's gifted. I feel like when we first started from us, oh my goodness, like maybe he's just you know. Maybe it's just not for him. And see, by the end of it, this guy is like Brad Pitt. You know, we kept calling him Brad Pitt because we're like, this guy is just born for the cameras. And I think, if, if anything, it's just that no matter what happens, we always put our family first. No matter who tries to come for my mum or, or, or anyone in our family, that we will, you know, run across the Sahara for each other because, you know, we are... Our family is everything. And I think, um, you know, if we slay together, we stay together. And that is the Hartman. So I'm excited for this next year, for my family, if anything, because, you know, my mum has always been behind the screen. You know, she's always been there for me and everything she's done. You know, she did the Scottish Fashion Awards in Scotland for 10 years before we moved to Jersey. And she did also the Jersey Style Awards. So I think um, it, it was really beautiful to see my mum get almost the, 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 the attention she deserves because she's always putting other people first. It was really magical to see everybody put my mum first in terms of, all on the on the entertainment side of things, so I was, I was so proud of her. I love that. I love that. The Hartman's so much more to come. 
Talia, you've been amazing. A happy new year to you. Thank you so much for joining me, Johnny C on Security and Secure Podcast. If you like what you heard, please do rate the podcast, like the podcast and subscribe to it. And remember, it's okay to not be okay. And then go on to Instagram, Secure the Insecure for, uh, it Podcast is where you find me and then at Johnny Seifer as well. I've been Johnny Seifer. I'm here once again for the whole of 2021. Thank you so much for listening. Until next week, thank you and goodbye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.